Hi, you're listening to the MacMufasa.com interview series. I'm your host, David Ritter. In this edition, I'll be talking to Lynn Peralta. You may know Lynn from his Monster by Mail website that he runs, or maybe you know Lynn from his Jawbone radio podcast that he does. But it doesn't stop there. Maybe you know Lynn from his Geek a Week project that he's doing right now. Or maybe you don't know Lynn at all, but that's okay. I've got an interview here with Lynn for you to get better acquainted. You can check out Lynn at jawboneradio.com, lynnperalta.com, geekaweek.net, or monsterbymail.com. Let's get to the interview. So, Lynn, tell me about what's going on in your creative career right now. Oh, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing a lot of different art, um, doing a lot of different projects. Um, in addition, um, to just geek a week and, and, uh, the, the other art stuff I'm doing monster by mail and flip face. I'm, I'm just, I'm doing a lot of work for just regular clients. I mean, I just, I am, I'm still, you know, doing logo design and graphic design for, for people. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's all, but you know, the thing is, is that I look at everything I do as being creative. Um, and that's, uh, that's kind of, um, that kind of, that kind of shapes my day, you know? I mean, if, if you're working on, uh, stuff that, that you're excited about or not even that excited about, but you can find a way to make it creative. Um, it, it helps you get through the day. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, uh, if you're going to ask me what I'm currently working on right now, um, I'm currently working on a, a special, uh, geek week card that I'm going to release hopefully later today. That's literally as we're speaking, I'm working on it. So, <laughs> so if I sound a little bit off, I'm just, I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm in the middle of doing something, uh, something creative while we're talking. So That's great. That's great. So how is the geek week uh, thing going for you? Oh, um, well, it's going pretty well. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, uh, um, I can kind of see the, uh, the, the bird's eye view of the project. And, um, right. and I think a lot of, um, you know, uh, a lot of, a lot of people who are following it, um, uh, you know, they, they can kind of see what it's kind of becoming. Um, I, I can't really say a whole lot about it right now, but what I can say is that the next couple, next couple of weeks are going to be very cool. And, um, it's kind of ramping up in, in some coolness. There's some, there's some really neat stuff happening, um, in conjunction with, um, the Woodstock event, in right. San Diego, which is happening next week. And, and, um, there, there I, I, um, you know, I was just kind of taking it week by week and kind of seeing, you know, seeing it build and, and, and seeing interest in it grow. And and um, uh, I, I'm always amazed at the people who are looking at it, and I'm always amazed at um, at the attention it gets. So it's a uh, it's a great little creative project. It's certainly um, a labor of love. It's you know, it's a it's it's a non paid project, obviously. So sure. it's, it's definitely um, y- you got to be in love with what you're doing, and and uh, and it is. It, there is a lot of um, there's a lot of other things to it besides just a monetary side to it, which there is none right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there has to be something else. You have to derive the um, uh, uh, the pleasure from something else. And so, sure. uh, so there's um, it's it's a very it's a it's a very interesting project, and uh, and uh, I, I don't regret starting at all. Um, and um, and and the, the challenge right now. Of the project is uh, just trying to, and this seems, <laughs> sounds kind of funny. I'm just trying to contain, you know, the awesomeness and kind of spread it out over <laughs> over a certain a certain amount of time because there's some really awesome people coming up in the deck that yeah. um, uh, that I. Uh, uh, that I'm really, really excited about. And, um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to balance that out to, with making sure that it's still interesting and, and, you know, maintaining the podcast and everything like that. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, like I said, it's certainly a labor of love. It's a lot of fun. So. Yeah. So are you still pinching yourself with all the, all the great people that you've gotten in your deck so far? Um, I think I've gotten past that point. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, it's it's not even that I'm pinching myself anymore. It's just like, well, of course this person's going to do it, or That's this, right. this person's going to take part in it. It's you know, it's gotten to a point where I'm kind of like, oh, um, 
yeah, well, why wouldn't why wouldn't this person do it? You know, so yeah. um, it, it's it's definitely it's out of all the projects I've done, it's definitely um, the most. Uh, Time consuming. I don't even know if that. It's just. It's just really. It's. 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 It's crazy and it's fulfilling all at once. So it's. It's. Um. It's. It's really a lot of fun to do. And. Uh, and it's. And it's. It's really literally a work in progress. I mean, we're just. Uh, when I say we, I mean Paul and Storm, and. Uh, and uh, they write the card backs, and 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 they're kind of a close. Um, uh, uh, collaborator on uh-huh. this project, even though a lot of it is my art and, and that, um, and, and my making contact with everybody, Paul and Storm, we we talk a lot about just like timing and where things should go and who should be here and uh-huh. hey, we should talk to these people. And so it's um, you know, it's it's definitely um, unfolding before my eyes. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's really cool. That's great. A lot of planning involved. Sounds like absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of planning. <laughs> So what about the, the inspiration to be creative? How do, how do you find that? Does it just um, kind of flow from you or do you, do you have to find some inspiration sometimes? Or Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's true for any creative person that's working. Um, you, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be working on things that you're not going to be necessarily that jazzed about. You right. know what I mean, I mean, not everything is going to be that home run that you're really looking to do, especially if, you're doing what I do, which is, which is, you know, I do my art and, and, and that is fulfilling unto itself. But, you know, the art itself is, is not up until recently has not really been, um, a means to an end. You know, it's not been the way, uh, I wouldn't have put my entire, um, uh, 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 you know, working, uh, really, you know, working, uh, uh, you know, on stuff that I've done for, uh, with just my art. Um, but that's, that's slowly changing, you know? So a lot of times you're just working on stuff and you got to find, um, you got to find the creative, the, the creativity in, in, inside the project. Um, and, uh, and that's how I always approach, um, uh, the, the smaller projects that I work on for like logo design or, um, uh, or smaller clients and stuff like that. Um, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta be excited about what you're working on. And, um, and as far as keeping creative, um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a pretty loose person just in general. Uh-huh. So, um, so I'm, I'm always looking for, um, for creative avenues to, to, to kind of approach things. Um, and I always keep an eye out to other people too. Just, you know, they, I, 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 it's really one thing that really gets me kind of pumped creatively is being able to see what other people are doing and, and, um, how they approach situations and how they, how they solve problems creatively. And, um, uh, you know, it's, that's always an inspiration to me. Um, and, uh, and, and you, and you learn stuff every day from people, you know, and you never stop learning. That's another thing too. So, yeah. Yeah. So on your, on your creative side, what, what kind of tools do you use? So is it PC or Mac? Um, I, uh, primarily use Mac. Okay. Thing, um, uh, you know, it was funny uh, when I first started as an artist. Um, I got chastised a lot because I never used a Mac. Um, <laughs> I was always doing stuff in the PC and trying to work in that world. And then when I got my first uh, Mac back in 2002, uh, out of necessity for my business, uh-huh. know, I started working on my own. Um, uh, I remember uh, it was just this incredible. It's like the scales have been lifted off my eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and, and I say this, and it's just a it's a weird thing to say, just because I don't, I'm not. I mean, I am a Mac fanatic, and uh-huh. I do love Macs, but you know, I never really understood the the love affair people would have with their computer until I got a Mac, just because it was it allowed me to do creatively what I needed to do without having to worry about the day to day. Uh, business of like, hey, well, you need to download this DLL file or some stuff that I was doing <laughs> on my PC constantly. Yeah, trying um, to make it work. Right. And, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know how many times I spent uh, taking my my um, my my uh, box apart just yeah. to, to put in a sound card or, <laughs> or or fix a you know to do like a like a t- yeah I don't know I used to do like um, I remember I used to play a lot of computer games and I remember I used to have to, I was like I was obsessive about. Uh, like dip switches and stuff and moving stuff over. I'm like, why, you know, why am I doing this? Why should I have to care? You know? And I yeah. think that's, 
that's what that's what the Mac platform has allowed me to do, um, and it's certainly changed the way that I work and um, the way I definitely the way I think. And it sounds like a, such a shill for for Apple, but it's absolutely true. I mean, I I guess I am a fanboy, and I'm not I'm not one to you know I I you know I enjoy I enjoy their products. So so yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah yeah well, there's something about you know Mac people you know Apple people that, that you know when when you get them talking about Macs, it, you know it's like their their eyes kind of you know get get big and glazed over and they <laughs> they start just you know talking about it and it and it's not not just to promote the product but it's just because you know they love they love how easy it is they love how it works for them yeah and you know it's so funny because that's that's such a stick, sticking point for for people who who aren't mac fanatics it's yeah like, you know and it's funny because i've had i have many conversations with people about mac pc and it's like you know I think it's just the way the people are wired. It's like, yeah. well, I love like certain people and this, you know, I'll talk to programmer friends of mine. They just love being able to tear their computer apart and, and work on it. And that's fine. You know, if you love to tinker and you love to do that, then, then, you know, go at it, man. That's, that's fine. But it's, that's not a selling point for me to right. take my computer apart. I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm just not that mechanically inclined, right? So, like, if I'm going to buy a car, I want it to get me from here to there. I don't want to be thinking necessarily, you know, about, well, you know what, this would be fun for me to take the engine apart. And right. see that's, that's not really, I mean, there are people that like, and I think it's just that whole mentality, you know, the people, the way people think about just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is definitely how you're wired. I, I, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. So, what kind of applications do you use for your radio show and your drawings? Um, well, there. I wish I could say I was using the same <laughs> applications <laughs> for both. No, I am um, uh, for well for for just my art and stuff. I'm using Photoshop, and and I you know I'm I'm you know Photoshop and Illustrator, you know Adobe Creative Suite. I'm I'm behind it by a couple iterations just because it's just got so expensive after sure. a while. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm okay. You know, I can get done what I need to get done, and 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 and, and until something completely like craps out of me, then I, I guess I'll have to bite the bullet and, and get the new stuff. But it's, you know, for all the art, it's I use I use a Wacom tablet to draw. I use I use Photoshop, Illustrator. Um, you know, just I, I do traditional pen and ink work still. Right. So, um, you know, I just I just scan it in and I, and I get it to work, and and that, that's been the. Um, uh, that's been what's worked for me. Uh, as far as the uh, as far as the radio show goes, um, uh, it's it's funny because I, you know I'm I'm a big audiophile. I love I love you know working on different um, you know just you know trying to get the best sound. I'm like a big person when it comes to like 5.1 sound and uh-huh. and all that stuff. Um, uh, but when it comes to our radio show, I'm just like whatever can get the job done as quick as possible and sound sure. pretty decent. You know, so like. The, the applications I'm using for that are, are like um, uh, Audio Hijack Pro uh-huh. um, and uh, you know GarageBand if I'm if I'm doing some serious editing. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, you know I have I you know with our podcast it's basically just I wanted it to sound like it sounded as if you were to turn on a radio program and just hear it live. So right. very everything is live. It's all live mixed in live. Um, I have a cart machine, a digital cart machine that I play everything in, and it's basically as if we were to go into a studio, record between this time period, and then that goes out live. So I don't do any editing on our podcast. What you hear is seriously just – unless it's an interview, uh-huh. you know? Sure. Um, uh, but if it's just Nora and I talking, I don't do any kind of editing at all. That, that way, you can get that that true radio feel from it. Well, yeah, and I think that might be what people like about our program, um, or 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 did. I don't know. I don't even know who's listening to it anymore. <laughs> we just did number two seventy six last night, and I love the show. I I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Where other people listen to, I don't really know. I don't uh-huh. you know. And, and I gave up on numbers a real long time ago because uh-huh. it's like, do I want? you know, two trillion people listening to it, you know, it'd be great. It'd be nice. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like I'm getting money for it or anything, but, yeah. It, but, um, but yeah, it is about that real, um, uh, fresh, immediate, uh, uh, radio sort of sound. And that's, um, that's kind of where that came from. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't know what else, uh, as far as the audio goes, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what really helps um, is you know I have I have just I have a really good Shure mic that I use um, uh, to for 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 vocal and um, and uh, I have that going into a mixer and it's it's kind of a big cluster F if you know what I mean. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but it get but it li- as long as you get the sound and it sounds good and that's you know that's that's what is yeah that's what's important. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, there's no, there's no magic bullet here, man. It's all experimentation and getting the sound that you want and, and just finding, it's, you know, it's, it's just interesting. So. Yeah, whatever works for you. Precisely, right. Yeah. So how'd you get to do for a living what you enjoy doing creatively? Um, how'd you get to the point of that? How did, how did I get to the point of just, just drawing all the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, 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 you know... Uh, I think it was just doing it, and you know, uh, and and when I started doing it, um, I I got a lot of attention uh, for my art. Um, I, I think I came at a really good time into the scene of, of podcasting because I I'm, I was able to meld the two together pretty pretty efficiently uh, at the time that we started doing our podcast back in 2005 um, there were a lot of people who wanted uh, art for iTunes and stuff like that, and um, and so I kind of, you know, I kind of was able to offer my services in on that and, and got to meet a lot of really cool people. And because we were part of that underground cusp of first podcasters, uh-huh. you know, there was cred there. Um, uh, and, and I think it was really from that, you know, it was just it was just being, you know, I, I found that doing the art, doing the podcast um, was a it was a great opportunity for me to showcase my wares, um, and and I think really out of that was was born this 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 new kind of um, uh, business model, if you will, where where I I was able to meld the art into what I was doing and be able to promote it using uh, tools like the podcast and vidcast and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, and it was, it was things like collaborations with Colton um, and collaborations with Paul and Storm and, and John Hodgman, people like that who were able to kind of be champions of the work. Um, and so I think it's, um, you know, you know, Paul from Paul and Storm has said, it's not necessarily a battle of, like, hey, this thing happens, and all of a sudden you're doing what you really want to be doing. It's really a battle of inches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it, you know, as long as you're as long as you're putting out stuff um, that you're proud of and you know that's good, um, it's uh, it's it's really um, that that really is what it is. It's not one particular thing. Uh, and uh, I think if you talk to a lot of creative people, you'll you'll see that there's. There, while there may be a seminal moment in their career for something for them to be able to say, yeah, this is what caused it to happen, uh, it really is just like a culmination of a lot of different things. And I've been very, very fortunate to uh, to be able to connect with a lot of people, uh, not only with my art, but just with our show and, and stuff like that. So it's been it's been very fulfilling in that way. Yeah, yeah, the Internet can can really reach a, a lot of different people in the community. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So... For your drawing, where did you get your training for that? Is that self-taught, or is that something you've, you've had uh, uh, school, or just something you've you've always done? Uh, yeah, I've well, I've always I've always been uh, an artist. Um, I've been drawing since I was a real little kid. I uh, I used to draw and uh, you know I used to ruin every single one of my parents uh, um, when they used to matter the uh, uh, what you call it the telephone books because. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, I would just, I, we would just, I would just go through so much paper, you know, and so, um, and, and so, uh, I've always, I've always been an artist. I've always, I've always been drawn, and, um, uh, um, yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's just been, it's just been me drawn all the time. I'm sorry, I forget the question. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was thinking about, I got caught up on the whole telephone book thing. I forgot what the uh, where did you get your training for your drawings? Oh, the training. Well, yeah, yeah. from telephone books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's from, right. From the, te- <laughs> from the telephone books, we would we would look and we would see. Hey, this is an art. Co-. No, um, uh, yeah, it was that. I was always drawn, and then, I, but I never really had any formal art training. Like I didn't go to art school and stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, in college, I took. I was an art minor. Oh, you know, were I took you? A lot of art classes and stuff, but um, just a lot of my training has come just from just from observation um uh you know uh looking at artists that i like um kind of you know 
mimicking uh aka ripping off their style <laughs> or, or you know just you know or, or kind of turning it on its head and and, and being careful being creative but i yeah. think the the thing that um that has really helped me as far as my training goes as far as being able to draw is just drawing every single day yeah. just doing it every single day uh i teach a class um uh of cartooning here locally in cleveland and uh, okay I just I tell my kids it's ages like nine to twelve or thirteen, uh-huh. and I just tell them you know you know, you want to be an artist you got to draw every single day. Yeah, you've you got know, to you, practice. Yeah, and it's and and um, and if you're drawn a lot, um, you just you'll get to a point where you'll just be like I remember then this was just like a couple of years ago not even like <laughs> well, I remember when I was a kid no this is a couple of years ago where I wasn't drawn every day. Um, but then I kind of forced myself to, you know, with these with these projects with Monster by Mail and f- especially Flip Face, where I was doing, you know, where I was doing multiple drawings per day uh-huh. uh, at, at, a, at a at a at a fast clip. Um, and uh, and now, you know, uh, while things have kind of slowed down on that end, um, I can still sit down and be like, bam, okay, this is what it is, and blah blah blah, and you know, and I, and and it's taken me this long to get to that point um, where. It, you know, there, it, I feel comfortable with a my style and also just the, the workflow. You know, uh-huh. so um, but it also it, it all comes down to just doing it every single day, um, drawing every single day, uh, recording music every single day, like you would do or, uh-huh. or whatever. Playing you playing your instrument every single day. I think it, it all comes down to that. So yeah. So in the whole scheme of things, what's the best advice you've uh, ever been given? Uh, you know, I read, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking about this. And I was like, the best advice I've ever been given. Honestly, the best advice I've ever been given was came when I first started my business. <laughs> and this sounds so, it's so dumb because it's not about <laughs> creativity. It's, you know, you want to be creative, right? You want to be a creative person, but to be creative, you have to get paid. Right. You know, there would be, I mean, it's one thing to love what you do, but I mean, in the end, you gotta, you gotta pay you got to pay the bills. You got to you got to sure. support your family and stuff like that. So the best advice, literally, I ever got, was get that invoice out the door as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like I was like, and I was like, I'll never forget that. It was like, you know, if you turn that invoice around, man, just get it out. Yeah. Take care, take care of your bills to get that out, man. And that may sound super selfish and like totally uncreative, but um, you well, got to think like that. You yeah, know, it's you, practical. It's, it's absolutely. I mean, it's a. It's a, you know, it's, it's just, it's just what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, y- yeah, you know, you can be as creative as you want. You can be the most creative guy in the world. Uh, if you're not getting necessarily paid for it, yeah, you may be fulfilled. Um, but it's always nice to get a paycheck. It's always nice to be able to, to support your family if you sure. have. And, and, um, and so, yeah, so, you know, it, that, that sounds so uncreative <laughs> you know <laughs> but honestly that was the first thing when i when when you asked that question i thought oh this is what this is what <laughs> and i and, and it really has um uh it really kind of has um uh, uh you know shaped my career as far as that goes i mean I, I you know i i still do a lot of stuff pro bono and i do a lot of stuff for people but uh-huh. uh, but in the end of the day man i got i got a bunch of kids i you know i got a bunch of miles to feed i got a i got a be honest with myself and, sure. and really try to make this into a career, and, yeah. and and the fact that I'm able to meld both the creative part of it and and also um, making a living out of it, psh, even better. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, it makes everything worth it. Yeah, don't let anybody tell you that. Well, I did it because it was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, but... you, know, you did, but you know what? It's in the end, you know, it was nice that you were able to make a nice, comfortable living from it. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you know, you you are afforded the luxury. Of saying that because right. you are um, you've gotten paid to do it, um, and 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 it may sound selfish and it may sound like I said like totally uncreative, but it's the truth. It's funny. I I did an interview with somebody for Geek a Week. I I can't say who it is, but it, this person is a, is a billionaire, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so this guy has ton of money, um, and it was interesting because the answers to some of the questions were things you would only say if you were a billionaire. Really? And not that, not that it was anything that was like, well, I can't believe you just said that, but it's like the, you know, you get to a point where you, because you've been paid handsomely for what you've done, you're able to say, um, certain things 
because you've already reached a goal, which a lot of people are trying to reach anyway, you know, yeah. and be successful and, and, you know, measure the success, not only just personal success, but also by financial success. And so it was very interesting, you know, it was a very, in, a very interesting insight into, um, into that. So anyway. Yeah. So when thinking about the things that you've created, is there anything you hated, but your public loved? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, you know, I've always had a love-hate relationship with my <laughs> with my with my creative stuff, uh-huh. and, and it always surprises me that people like my stuff. Uh, really? Only be, only because, yeah. Well, yeah, because you know it's a piece of you, right? And you know, and and you every time you do something creative, you put a piece of yourself out there, and uh-huh. and, and and you're 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 hoping that wow, I, I really hope people like this as much as I like it or, or whatever. And um, has there been any piece that I personally hated that people loved? Um, I think, you know, on a smaller scale, I think there's a lot of, um, like, I do, I, I've done almost 1,300 monsters, well, more than 1,300 monsters, you know. Wow. And I, I got to say, you know, and that's over three years, um, I got to say, you know, there are a couple in there that I'm really, really proud of. There are a couple in there that I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, man, if I would have had, if I had more time, maybe I'd work on it a little bit more, but uh-huh. you know, it's the nature of that just to go quickly. But, you know, I, I haven't, I, I mean, ever, you know, I mean, I guess maybe if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> but, so maybe that's what they decided to do. But, um, uh, they, you know, uh, uh, you know, there's been a couple of monsters that I've been like, wow, I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should just like give them their money back. You know, I, you know, I, but but I, you know, the other the other thing too is interesting is like when I did um, Woodstock in Chicago, uh-huh. um, there were people in line who were, were meeting me who were like, "Hey, I was like, I bought one of your first monsters," and I was like, "I yeah, I remember you. I remember like every single one of them that I do." You know, that's pretty incredible so, to to meet meet people like that. Oh yeah, and 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 it yeah it blows my mind because it's like. Wow, yeah, I remember drawing that. I remember what I was thinking when I was drawing that. And I remember doing, you know, I mean, I've done more than like 1,300, like 1,350, I think. I don't know how, what the final number is on that, where I'm at. But, but yeah, it's, um, I'm like, uh, I, I remember the process. I mean, every single time I sit down and I do one of those drawings, I mean, I remember kind of what I was thinking, what I was doing. And, and, um, so it is kind of amazing. Um, you know, very rarely do I come across a, a piece that I'm like, I don't remember ever doing this. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I, I have a love hate relationship with, with, with all my work and, and I'm just surprised that I'm, I'm just, I think I'm not surprised, but I just think I'm lucky to have anybody to really, that really enjoys it. So, yeah. That's that's really neat. So, what kind of jobs did you have before your your career took off? Um, well, for the past, you know, I was a oh, geez, I was I worked I worked as a. How far back do you want to go? I, <laughs> how far back do you want to go? How, uh, however far. <laughs> the worst job I ever had as I worked for a a, a, um, a college bookstore buying books back, and everybody there was just it was just painful. You yeah. Know? I'm, I worked as a busboy and stuff like that, but uh-huh. I mean, I think more recently the, you're you're saying the kind of things I've done. I mean, um, it, I you know I I I've I've just worked for the advertising agencies for the past umpteen years of my life. I used to work. Uh, I started in advertising in like '95 or '94, and I've had various jobs doing. You know, writing copy for ads and doing TV commercials and filming commercials and you know editing down commercials and doing radio and 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 so um, uh, you know so that's kind of how what shaped my 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 business you know that's what I was that's what I was doing but um, I always enjoyed doing for you know for these television commercials I always enjoyed drawing my own storyboards you know uh-huh. I wasn't hired as an art director but I would draw the storyboards uh for the art director <laughs> the art directors loved me because uh-huh. yeah yeah I would write the spot and then I would draw it and they would yeah. just come along for the ride and drink yeah right so um <laughs> uh you know they you know so there there's been that but um but that's been that's been kind of been my life has been working in advertising and marketing and 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 creative sort of you know businesses in the past, for the past 
say 15, 20 years. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's th- that those were the, those are the careers I wanted to go after. You right. know what I mean? Those are the, those, that's what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that, that I was happy doing what I, you know, what I was doing. And so I actually gravitated toward those types of things. And now I'm, 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 I'm fairly lucky in that I'm able to connect with other people who are doing other kind of more high profile, um, uh, creative things. And, 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 and it's allowed me to continue doing the stuff I love, uh, but only for a bigger audience. So it's very cool. Did you find it just as easy to be creative back then in the corporate arena as as it is, uh, now with what you do now? Well, it just depended, you know, I mean, um, it depended on the kind of business I was working in. When I worked for some early advertising agencies, they were all about just turning turning a profit, turning business and stuff like that. When I started working for a larger agency where I was working on some bigger accounts, um, the creative teams were a lot bigger and the creative teams were also a lot more creative. I mean, in the true sense of a word, they were, uh, they were creatives with a capital C and I was lucky to be on that team that was coming up with the high concept ideas and and doing great TV and doing great ads for uh, for some pretty big clients, and so um, uh, you know, I I was very lucky um, to to have that kind of training um, uh, and seeing how how real creatives work. I shouldn't say real advertising creatives work from from that standpoint. So there's always that little bit of piece of me that that still has one foot in the ad world, and um, and uh, and and I think that's that's kind of benefited me as far as uh, how I market myself, how I market my own product and, uh-huh. and uh, my own brand. So um, uh, I'm not saying I'm doing it perfect, but uh, uh, but I do think that I, I I have like a little bit of an edge in that in that respect. So. Uh-huh. Okay. This is one of my favorite questions. I, I, I like this stuff. So do you ever put any hidden meanings or messages in any of your work? <laughs> no, I, I usually work so quickly. I, I, I don't have time to, I wish I, I wish I did. That's a, it's great. I used to though. I remember I did, um, I used to be a fine artist. I used to do like really beautiful pencil art and, uh-huh. and ink and stuff like that. And, um, and when you're working on pieces like that, um, like paintings and, um, uh, pen and ink, like really high profile, like, like really intense uh-huh. pen and ink, pencil drawings. Um, I think I did a lot more of hiding things in, in those. Um, and, and the reason why is because you just have more of an opportunity to, if you're right. working, um, on a beautiful, big, huge pencil drawing of, of a, of a person. Um, and there's all these folds in their clothes and stuff like that. I would also, I would always draw like little, band names and <laughs> that's great and, and i would also put, I would, i'd put in yeah i remember it was in high school i was doing all this stuff so i, I had band names i had f- my friends names i would work into the shading <laughs> um i had um there was a band that i was a fan of called dri which was like a this crazy punk band uh-huh. and i remember I, they their little symbol was this kind of moshing guy uh-huh. and i remember drawing him um in, in there there was um there was i did a big pen and ink drawing of a of a of a of a demon um <laughs> in, that it was like a gargoyle that was in a, a cemetery uh-huh. um, i didn't take the picture but uh, a friend of mine did and so i thought oh, i was so intriguing it was pretty neat gar close up of a gargoyle with a finger in his mouth and so w- within that yeah i hid a bunch of hit a bunch of like hidden messages and, and and things to people and and it was only because i was afforded the time and the luxury to work on that that it allowed me to do something like that um for my commercial work uh i literally have sometimes i have <laughs> it's funny just before we talked here I, I turned around a logo and this woman like she calls me this morning and she's like uh i need a logo okay well when do you need it can you have it to me by two whoa <laughs> well, uh, are you serious for real so um so i'm not afforded the luxury of doing that stuff you know um uh uh you know so a lot of, and, and and the other thing too is that um i think like like for geek a week and stuff um uh, it'd be great to hide stuff in there um but i tend because i'm once again thinking from a 
from an advertising marketing standpoint, I'm always thinking just be telegraphic about your message. Uh-huh. If you try to hide too much in, you run the risk of totally alienating people right. and not well, not getting what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, so I tend to err on the side of, hey, let me just be telegraphic. Let me get you to think the way I want you to think and react the way I want you to react because it's a lot easier on me. If I leave it for inter- open for interpretation, then I think a lot of people, they're just, you know, it, it runs the risk of just being like too esoteric. Right. And and I have sort of a weird sense of humor anyway. So if I would hide stuff in there, things that I think are funny and aren't necessarily <laughs> would think are funny. So um, yeah. So 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 un- uh, unfortunately, I don't have uh, the luxury of the time to to, to hide uh, uh, funny messages in. But but now that you brought it up, maybe maybe I, I just might have to do that. In oh, the that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll be a little high, David. And, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite creation that you've done? I, I know that you know, with, with an, being an artist, probably have you know each one of your creations is kind of your your baby. So, do you yeah. have a favorite? Um, well, um, yeah. Currently, right now, I'm I'm working um, on a book with um, uh, uh, Trace Beaulieu for Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Okay, um, and it's called Silly Rhymes for Belligerent Children. And, <laughs> yeah. We um uh, we had the luck we had the, we had you know we had opportunity to uh, um, to showcase that at the Woodstocks in Chicago Minneapolis to to really good reaction. Um, um, it was that was great um, to actually be on stage, have Trace read the stories, and showcase my art. Um, and uh, and not only because it was a cool experience, but because I had been working on it for six seven months and um and uh and and i knew the stuff i was working on was really was great i was really very proud of it um uh so so that i'm really excited for that to come out um uh and you know you you, you're right there's just a lot um like everything i do um uh you know there's there's a lot of really uh, there's a lot of really good things that I like. You know, I like the stuff that I've worked on for Colton, and um, and you know, and I like that some of the things I've drawn, uh, especially for Colton, uh, have become kind of iconic. Right. And um, and, and and kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, become synonymous with his with his music, which was kind of the idea of that project. Um, but uh, um, no, you know, I'm 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 proud, particularly of the new stuff with Trace, and and I really am proud of um, uh, all the stuff I've done for 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 Colton, and um, and uh, you know, just you know, even the stuff like you know, even the Geek Week stuff, I'm I'm real happy with. That's the way those are coming out, and um, I'm really I'm really happy with the response to them. So yeah, yeah, you've touched on this a little bit, but how do you promote yourself and your work? Uh, Twitter, really. <laughs> you know, I actually, uh, I probably should be um, thinking. You know, I have a Facebook page, uh-huh. which is just so lame. That's like so nineteen. That's like so nineteen ninety six, isn't, isn't it? it? Like it is. It is. I got it a really Facebook is. page, to, and you can come and be my fan and like me. And, yeah. And I'm like, but didn't we already do this? You know. So, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't really see like Facebook, especially. I don't really see. Um, uh, uh, you know, a reason necessarily to do that, uh-huh. but you have Twitter because Twitter, I think, is so much more immediate. Right. And um, you know, when you're using like something like TweetDeck to see like who's who's kind of hashtagging you and stuff, I mean, that's it's interesting. I you know I I ought to um you know maybe down the road, uh, you know maybe I'll, I'll I'll think about maybe hiring somebody to kind of do that work for me. <laughs> yeah. But for right now, it's just uh, it, you know, it's promoting myself via Twitter and um, uh, and, and kind of um, you know, with, especially with Geek a Week, part of the challenge, and I think I said this was um, trying to figure out how I can get the most uh, exposure, um, uh, you know, uh, over a long term with the people that I'm covering. Um, uh, you know, nothing is ever set in stone. Like I don't say to a person I'm talking to, hey. Uh, you have to Twitter this, or you have to talk about right. this. Um, uh, you have to blog about it. Yeah. Um, 
I, I try to do something that they will want to talk about on their own, you know? Sure. Um, and, uh, and, and so uh, it's not a prerequisite for them to, to say anything on Twitter or, 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 or blog about it. Uh, it's just kind of like a uh, uh, extra gravy on top of, of, of what, you know, and, and, uh, and it's been, um, it's been fairly successful so far. And so, um, uh, I have no complaints about how that's being promoted. Um, uh, whether or not it should be more of a, uh, uh, you know, more orchestrated, perhaps. I don't know, but hey, man, I, you know, I'm doing what I can here. It's just me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you you turn on your iPod right now. So what are the first few songs that that you play, or that are in your previously played songs? Well, let me take a look here. You know, recently I've only been I've been working a lot in silence. And oh, really? I don't know why that is. Like, I have my iTunes going constantly uh-huh. but you know a lot of times i just put it on pause and i just work in silence and uh-huh. i don't know why that is it's just like that's more that's more than recently um but for let me see if there's something on itunes that tells you what you just played i think there is yeah, yeah there is uh previous songs i don't even know Recent, i mean recently um, played or something like that chances are i'm just gonna take a guess yeah it's probably gonna be something from they might be giants okay uh, or um uh or or something from uh gosh there was a oh maybe like mike lombardo or something let me take a look uh i've just been listening to a lot of mike just recently and a lot of mc front a lot uh-huh. and um uh and like they might be giants is like half of my playlist so really yeah but i've like recently i've been just getting into like um you know a lot of uh you know, just like some of the nerdcore stuff, just uh-huh. because, just because I, you know, I, I had drawn MC Front a lot recently, right? Um, but a lot, to be honest with you, a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, 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 music that I've been listening to is stuff that I'm giving my kids to play because they're in this little, you know, now they're not a band, but they play together downstairs. Yeah, like a, yeah, you mentioned that. Drummer and a, and a and a and a guitarist, and so I'll, I'll give them songs to kind of work on and. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and, and so they, you know, so we were listening to Violent Femmes and <laughs> Tears for Fears and uh-huh. Anberries and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's pretty eclectic. I don't really listen to one particular thing. Yeah. Sometimes I listen to just, you know, I'll put, like, we did a show last night, so I'll end up listening to our podcast and just to hear it back. You see, sure. you know, yeah, it sounded. So it always sounds different when, you know, when, when you're, when you're, when you're listening to it afterwards. Yeah. So. Yeah. It really does. It really does. So, have you ever been faced with any negative feedback? And if you have, which most likely anybody has, but what, how, how do you deal with that? And how is it reflected in your art? Uh, not well. Uh-oh. No, actually, yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I, you know, a lot of the negative feedback has come from YouTube. Um, yeah, people can just put whatever they want and walk yeah, away from that. Yeah, I think, I think, but I think that's just par for the course. And, yeah. Um, when I first started getting negative comments, the, the biggest negative comment I get is that I'm tracing my work. Uh, that's like the biggest pet peeve because people don't – people see, if they see the – like it's like – I don't know what they're expecting. Like they'll – like, <laughs> like, like, like you know, I just – I always just do a pencil sketch before I draw uh-huh. and then I ink in the pencil sketch. That's sure. It's the way I work. Well, people see the pencil sketch and then assume that there's like someone else has drawn the drawing underneath, uh, and I'm just facing it. And so, I'm I'm telling you, almost once, twice a day, I get I get a message that says you're a tracer, you suck. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that's crazy. And for a while, you know, I mean, it's just funny because I'll see, hey, you've been left a YouTube comment, right? I'll get a Gmail, right? Uh-huh. And I'll be like, well, 90 percent of the time, there it'll be one of two things. It'll be, oh my God, you're awesome, you're so talented. Uh-huh. Or okay, that's one. Two will be, what what are you using to draw? What are their tools? Which is always answered in my FAQ. Uh-huh. Three is you suck. 
<laughs> you, you tracer, you suck, you tracer. And the ones, you know, generally, the way you suck, you tracer, get me so incensed. And now I feel kind of bad because there'll be like these, there'll be like these videos which are now like I think people are baiting me now because of the funny comments I would leave for people. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I kind of came down. I was like, why, you know, why are you baiting the trolls? Why are you feeding them? But I, you know, but I, but I couldn't resist because you know, I'm like, people would misspell things and. Uh-huh. It's just not that I'm a grammar, you know, right, person. Right. It's just like so funny. It's like someone called me a dumby. D U M B Y. I think they're trying to say dummy, but they spelled D U M B Y. And so I said, "Oh my gosh, you know, I, I weep for you kids from the." What did I say? Something. Something. I I, I made fun of their 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 education, the public uh-huh. education system, <laughs> which opened up all you you know big thing of worms and big can of worms and and you know and I'm like so I'll go back and once in a while I'll look at those comments that I've made and I'll be like, I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm like, why am I letting it go my seat, you know? But, um, so now I don't, basically, if I just see a negative comment, I just block the person because usually this is just like a troll, a troll kind of coming through, um, who just is like, you'll, you'll go visit their site, like go visit their YouTube channel and they've like, have like 15 other negative comments to give right. to other people because they're like, you know, they're, they're so smart. So, um, but overwhelmingly, you know, the rest of the response has been very, very positive. I think there was like maybe one other guy that didn't like my stuff, um, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, with flip face. He gave me a hard time and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and some of the other, like flip face has some, it's interesting moments, but, but, uh, but more or less I can, I look count those on, on, on my hands. The most of the next, comments are come are come from youtube but i think if you talk to anybody that puts anything on youtube i'm sure a lot of their negative comments are just people who are come trolling around <laughs> trying to you know you know trying to uh trying to raise some raise your uh raise your your uh, your blood pressure a little bit so yeah yeah i don't care who you are i mean we're all human and anything negative like that you know it, it touches on us a little bit it, it, it has to you know there's there's no choice for oh sure Sure, and you know, um, but you know, you just have you just don't respond to it. You right. Know I mean? there's, there's no reason to respond to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you create art for yourself or for others? Um. I well, uh, depending on the project, Monster by Mail is definitely for other people. Uh-huh. Flipface is definitely for other people. I mean, I don't, I don't get married to that stuff because. Um, it's to make somebody else happy. It's okay. usually like a gift or something. Geek a week, on the other hand, um, I'm doing that. I, I'm doing that for me. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm doing that because I, I, you know, not only like to do it, but um, um, it's also a lot of fun and um, it's a unique experience. And uh, I want to make sure I kind of um get the most out of it so um project like that that's a little bit more personal a little more um uh uh you know a little bit more of me is uh, is definitely for me but you know monster by mail flip face uh a lot of their art i do for people uh, are definitely for other people i don't i don't get married to that stuff so. uh-huh is there anyone that you've you've known or met that that you feel like is probably the most creative person that you've you've ever met or known yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a guy who I am incredibly jealous of, uh, <laughs> although he's a really good friend of mine um, by the name of Adam Coford. Um, he goes by the um, uh, uh, the name Ape Lad online, and uh, uh, I met Adam um, uh, y- uh, a couple years ago. Uh, we were working on the 700 Hobos project with Hodgman at the same time, and and Adam kind of that became Adam's project after a while. He drew all 700 Hobos and the additional 800, uh, the additional 100 um, that Hodgman wrote in his um, in the paperback version. Wow. Um, so it became it became Adam's. Um, uh, uh, project, but Adam has also created the Laugh Out Loud Cats. Um, these, uh, the, this little cartoon, which takes place in the 1920s, with these two cats that talk in leet speak, which is just brilliant. And everything I see, you know, um, uh, Adam is one of the few people that um, I will see his stuff, and I'll just at once be angry and in love with him because it's, <laughs> it's just so freaking good yeah and uh and he's it's like 
you were just, you know, he, he just makes me so jealous. But, um, but he's really, he's, he's very, he's a great guy. He's currently working for uh, Disney Interactive. He's, he's designing video games. Um, and, uh, and uh, you know, part of me is kind of like, man, I wish he were still kind of out on his own doing his own thing because he was, he was, he was able to create a lot more, you know, yeah. um, now because he has a job and, and, you know, and, you know, once again, to get back to my original point there was that, you know, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Um, um, his, uh, he doesn't have as much creative stuff um, of his own out there. Um, but the stuff that he has come out with is just so brilliant and he's so on every single time. Um, and, uh, and, and, and if, since this is Friday, follow Friday, um, you should follow Apelad, A-P-E-L-A-D on okay. Twitter. And uh, he has one of the best Twitter feeds too. Really funny stuff. <laughs> always, always. This guy's always on. So I'll do that. Writing that down right now. There you go. Yeah. That's great. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you're doing right now as a career, what would you be doing? Um, you know, uh, I don't think – it's funny because I asked that to people um, and I never really answered my, my own question. Um, <laughs> it's a hard question. Uh, it really is. Yeah. I, um, I You know what? Um, honestly, I – I don't think there'd be anything else that I'd want to do. I think I'd be doing some sort of form of this um, because I don't know how to do anything else. I'm right. not really good. Like, I'm not a handyman. I'm not, like, someone who's going to, like, oh, you know what? I'll just spend a summer building pools, you know? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, a guy who is really good with his hands to – to like build stuff like you know uh, i always hire out guys to do that stuff because i don't want to do it wrong you know like you know part of me is like maybe i should learn to do this so i don't have to hire these service guys out all the time but it's like i don't really know if i can do that um you know uh working um like in a blue collar job behind a desk i don't really see myself doing that either it's, yeah I, this is kind of what i i was i was kind of made to do yeah um and um barring any terrible accident like you know like a machiny accident where i lose <laughs> both hands or something um i uh i i really i don't really see myself doing anything else but this uh, you know or some form of it because it's um um you know i guess i could lie and say well you know maybe i'd still work at mr hero and flip burgers you know? <laughs> <laughs> make, make a really excellent savory sam you know uh -huh. but uh, you know, you know single-handedly bring back the savory Sam. But That's no, right. I, I, it, uh, it, um, no, I think it would be it would be this. I mean, I don't really see myself doing anything else. So. Yeah. Well, let's hope that you know there's no there's no accident where you lose your hands. But you know, it might be <laughs> it might be cool to you know draw with hooks or something. You know, <laughs> that might be yeah, kind of cool. You know, I'd be the first guy. You know, there are people that draw with their mouths. You ever see those guys? Uh -huh. They're just you know, they're yeah. like quadriplegics or paraplegics who who, who lose their arms. Yeah. In an and they paint with their mouths, and and you know, and when you see that kind of guy working, then you don't have any right to complain. That's, like that's a, right. You know, you, you have these first world problems. You know, yeah. this guy doesn't have any arms, and he's doing these beautiful paintings. So yeah. I don't think you have much to worry about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you have creative blocks, or do you have any creative blocks ever? Does it just flow through you, or or? Well, I think I think you're not human if you don't have creative blocks. Um, I you know I um. You know what? I you know I just I just kind of wait it out. You, uh -huh. know? you know I get if I get frustrated with something I just kind of abandon it and just right. I'll come back to come it. back to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it, you know um, you know there's always a bit of pressure, especially with like you know not to keep coming back to Geek a Week, but with Geek a Week there's always this pressure because it's like you you know a lot of I know like or hopefully I know a lot of eyes are going to be on it, and right. so I want to make sure that it's um, that it's correct and and, and I'm not. I'm hitting the right notes and stuff like that. Sure. Um, um, uh, so if I have enough time to work on something, I'll, I'll try to, uh, I'll try to, I'll try to, 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 to uh, think about it a little bit more. Um, but I, I think because I work so fast, I, I kind of just have to push through it too, you know? Uh -huh. Sure. Um, you know, I, I try not to let, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't let things kind of like, sit for too long so um if something needs to get out i need to get it done and, and get it out so yeah. i kind of just i kind of just push through it um um y you know and it's just once again it's just a luxury thing it's just a time thing if if you have the time to do it and you know and you have the time to kind of um to play and and, and think a little bit more um uh, then I think that kind of like um, breathes uh, creative blocks a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, if you're forced to just kind of like 
do it quickly, get it out. You don't have time to think about it. That's you just right. Have to do it. So, yeah. um, uh, so a lot of times I just end up pushing through it and just, you know, it may not be exactly what I wanted, but, um, but usually the, when I'm working on something, I'll, something, something, something else will come up that I'll feel, oh, this will, this will be good. This will, you know, this will work out well. Yeah, because you know? the alter- alternative is that you, that you just sit on it and nothing ever happens. So, yeah, you know, if you push exactly. through it, then, you know, at least you're doing it, you know. Exactly, exactly. How would you describe your personality? Uh, I'm pretty intense. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds really. I'm uh, intense. I'm, a, I'm an intense dude. You know, you should know that about me. No, I, you know, but I am. I, I um, you know, I don't know how to relax. I, um, okay. my wife. That's my biggest complaint from my wife is that I just don't relax. Like, uh-huh. you, you know, well, at the end of the day, you know, usually like nine or ten o'clock when I end up stopping doing what I'm trying to do, or you know, um, uh, you know, I'll go and sit down to watch a show. Uh-huh. Uh, and either one of two things will happen. Either I'll get up again because I'm not comfortable to like, I got to get this. And now, you know, I'll sit down and I'll get a drink and then I'll sit down and then I'll be like, you know, would you just sit down? Or else I'll just like sit down and I'll just be like, out. like it's like someone turned off my off switch, you know. <laughs> so I tend to burn pretty, pretty bright, pretty. <laughs> um, and uh, and I'm sure that's, you know, that's caused, you know, some burnout on some on some ends. But uh-huh. uh, um, uh, but yeah, I mean. You know, you know, I you know, I don't know. Does that sound too crazy? Like, no, oh, no. So intense. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, and that, and I'm just, uh, I, I tend, I tend to just, I don't stop. I'm like a little bee. You uh-huh. know, I, my kids are kind of picking up on that too. My oh, son are they really? Like, yeah, my son is exactly like me. In this, my one son, he's he kind of. He just is like a little bug. He he, um, <laughs> and I mean that in the nicest way. Yeah, like yeah. You know, he wants to work on Photoshop, so he asked me about it, and then wow. he, goes, he goes downstairs and starts working on it and starts creating cards. And and then this is the same kid that like he got a a bass guitar from his cousin like uh-huh. for free, and um and he's never picked up an instrument, never picked up that in his life, and he's down there playing, you know. Playing these really tough bass pieces, and I'm uh-huh. like, "How are you even? How do you do that? That's, I mean, how do you that's even, really cool. How do you put? How do you pick up a bass guitar? Yeah, it's like foreign to me. You know, like because uh-huh. I, I don't really play music, so I'm like, I don't know how you're doing that. But wondering where it came from. Yeah, keep keep doing that because that's pretty dang cool, man. Um, but I think it's that same level of intensity that that I have maybe toward my projects and, you know, for better or for worse, he's kind of picked up on that. And, uh-huh. um, and, uh, and so it's, yeah, that's been, it's been, that's been kind of a, an eye opener for me. So. Yeah. This one, this question is very interesting to me. I'm very curious what, what the answer is. Do you have any other interests? Um, uh, you know, outside of art and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like, um, you know, I, I like listening to live music. I like, I like, I really, you know, one of the things I've been doing lately is I just love going downstairs and listening to my kids play their music. Uh-huh. I have a greater appreciation for that. Yeah. Um, because it's um, something that I can't do. Yeah. So it's, not, it's not like I can give them pointers on that. And it's yeah. not like I can say, hey, this is what you got to do. I just, it's kind of like, it's really enjoy, it's, I really enjoy that. Um, uh, you know, the other thing too is just from a practical standpoint, you know, my, you know, we, we have a pretty big family. I've got six kids and, and, and my wife, she comes from a pretty large family of 13 kids. Wow. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm from a pretty well, fairly big family. I got I got four brothers and sisters, five of us, and so, you know, we you know, um, you know, we we just tend to have a lot. We we tend to have a lot of like family gatherings and stuff like that, and those uh-huh. are always real. Those are always real enjoyable. Yeah. You know, like um, um, I you know, uh, I'm trying to, as much as I can't relax, I, I try to be in the moment during those times because it's, it's, you know, it's kind of fun, you know, it's yeah. fun to, um, to be around. Some people just don't have those big families and stuff. And, and certainly now a lot of families are not that size anymore. Right. Um, or they're split so, apart somehow. Or yeah, or they're split apart and there's this for a variety of reasons. So I try to remember that I try to um, uh, make sure that that is a big uh, part of, you know, kind of just our culture here uh-huh. and um 
And, uh, you know, uh, that, that I guess, as far as an interest goes, I mean, just, you know, family is, it's, it's, you know, no one ever says family is an interest of theirs. Um, although I take that back. I talked to Cory Doctorow about it. He said that he loved spending time with his family, his big extended family. And so I found that very, especially for someone who's as digital as, as Cory Doctorow was, you know, uh-huh. um, to, 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 to get as analog, if you will, to use these, you know, as, interfacing with somebody and having a conversation and and just talking to people in your family and stuff is that's there's something that that cannot be replaced you know so um um and i think it's it's, that's a that's a really you know it sounds it might sound kind of trite but it's 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 a it's a great um it's a great thing to it's a great thing to have so yeah it really is take take advantage of that so yeah yeah well we've come to the last question so See what you can do with this. If you and I, you and I, were to trade places, tell me one thing about yourself that I should know. Uh, you will be doing laundry every Friday by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a, I have a weird obsession with laundry. So, like every Friday, I get up on Friday, regardless. You know, sometimes it throws me off if I'm traveling. <laughs> yeah. When, as soon as I come back into town, man, I'm like, we got to do laundry. So I like get all the baskets. I you know separate all the clothes. I take them down there. I wash them. I fold them. So your Fridays are pretty much spoken for. That's <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's something that you're gonna have to deal with. So unfortunately, I'm sorry to burden you with that. But uh, oh, well, that's, um, that's the way it rolls sometimes. But at least you'll so. have a really good washing machine to work with. You know, you'll have a, these high efficiency ones. So uh-huh. uh, and and you get to work. You get to use some really great detergent. This yeah. Tide He detergent, which smells great. Oh, does it? That's, that's good. <laughs> so if you get a chance, you know, pick up an he he uh, 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 washing machine because dang it, it really see, is great. I'll see what I can do with that. So are you pretty intense with your laundry as well? Um, <laughs> I am. Yeah, oh, yeah, I am pretty intense with the laundry. It's like and, you know, and then and I fold everything. Like for a while, like I had the kids folding all of them, but like they would fold our clothes and be like, "Who the hell's folding these clothes, man?" It's, <laughs> it's like this is terrible. I, let me show you how to fold clothes. And so now it's just easier for me to go down there and just do it. Uh-huh. It's folded for them, and now so it's like, well, so then I, you know, Saturday morning I bring out all the folded clothes, put them out in the basement, say, "Okay, now your job is to put them away." Uh huh. I mean, you got a big family like ours. It's like. It's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta step up, you gotta help out, man. So yeah, yeah. so so I'm like kind of obsessive about the laundry. <laughs> it's kind of weird. No, <laughs> I was always always been that way though, man. It was like, and my wife was like, "Why are you so like weird about your laundry?" And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just I you know it used to be Sunday was laundry day, and then it's like, no, Sunday's a day of rest. Just go and you have fun on Sunday. And I was it took me a while to get over that. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay, well, Friday's the laundry day now. So now Friday's the laundry day until something else happens and says, we can't do it Friday because whenever <laughs> So, yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah, you're, you're, you got kind of a hard road ahead of you. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to practice or something. Yeah, you got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to the laundromat and, uh, <laughs> and other people's clothes. And, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just, you know, offer to do people's laundry around the, you know, around your neighborhood too. <laughs> just kind of, you know, you're schooled on that. So, yeah, yeah. that's great stuff. That's really great. Cool. I, I appreciate you talking with me. All right, man. Take okay, care. Okay, you too. We'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. And that does it for this edition of the MacMufasa.com interview series. Again, I'm your host, David Ritter. If you're interested in checking out any more of my music or anything else, you can check me out at MacMufasa.com. Please go check out Len at LenPeralta.com, MonsterByMail.com, JawboneRadio.com or his current project, geekaweek.net. Thank you for listening.